For the first time ever, I am thrilled to say we have an official sponsor for the Dirk Talk podcast, and that's Ariat. I've worn Ariat boots on every job site I've visited over the years, traveling in them across five continents. More importantly, I have yet to find a single project where working folks, unlike me, are not wearing Ariat boots and workwear in every condition imaginable. And there's really good reason for that. And that's because it's phenomenal stuff. And the more I've learned about Ariat and the company, the more I've loved their brand. So with this, Ariat is offering any Dirt Talk listener 10% off their next Ariat order at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk. That's 10% off boots, jeans, and workwear at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk or at the link in this episode's description. With that, let's get to the show. Driving to Atlanta from here is a crapshoot. Yeah. Because you can get one truck driver that is on drugs, that flipped his semi somehow over the other side of the interstate that shuts the plate and then you're just four you're lanes toast. Down. Yeah. No one's going anywhere. No. And, and like, I don't know what it is, but out West I'll drive. There's no, there's very rarely a problem on the interstate. Yeah. It's, it's wide open, but here, no, you can go to Texas and drive from like Austin to, you know, Dallas and it's just wide open the whole time. Yeah. And you're like, no oh, problem. This is great. Yeah. And then like, Drive, trying to drive like across town in Chattanooga or Nashville, you're like, honey, I'll be there in like 20, actually an hour and a half. You know? Yeah. A, a, like, a truck decided to catch on fire. Like just crazy yeah. shit happens all the time. And it's mostly with the trucks. Yeah. And I get it. I, I'm complaining about trucks, but yeah, I buy shit on Amazon, this and that. Like I get it. I'm a beneficiary we, of we truck traffic. We rely on them 100%. Yes. You know? but, but at the same time. My it's like, God, they are hiring anybody right now. Anybody. They're called steering wheel holders. If you can I hold mean, the steering wheel. And I, I I have a ton of respect for anybody who drives a truck. I do. And there's a lot of good truck drivers out there. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody can admit, admit to themselves that there are some people that should never, ever, ever have a CDL. But some t- somehow they have one. You know, uh, well, and maybe, maybe they don't even have one. Maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. But maybe they do. And you're like, how'd you get that? I just want to ask you a few questions. What'd you go through to get that? Yeah. Do you, can you uh, just spell your name on this piece of paper? Like just, let's just can try spell it. the word try tire. <laughs> okay. How many tires does your vehicle have, sir? <laughs> I tell you, like, I, I don't know. But don't it's also, it. also like in our business, we meet dump truck drivers, cement truck drivers, you know, all kinds of truck drivers. Yes. And they are, they all, they all like have a little bit of an edge about them in a weird way. But also half of them, you're like, how, how how did you get here? I, you know? like, like, how did you make it? To how did you make it here this morning? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, ne- I'll never forget. I, I pulled up to, uh, we were doing a, um, it was a commercial job. We were doing a, uh, parking lot expansion for this big chemical plant. And like, so I had to meet all the truck drivers outside uh, out of the gate, uh, to bring them all in. So mm-hmm. I met them at like six 30. And they were all just hanging out at the railroad tracks, smoking cigarettes, pounding yeah, like coffee yeah. and Red Bull. And they were just so giddied up, ready to go. They were like, we're following you, man. Let's go. Yeah. And I was like, I'm excited because they're excited. Like, yeah. I was really tired this morning, but they just like, let's go, man. We got 13 drugs. I was like, hell yeah. All right. Let's go. Huh. Are, they, what, are they paid by the load or? 
Uh, yeah. When they're paid by the load. Oh. My God. Truck drivers, they are moving, they're man. They are moving. There is no time to waste. But hourly? Like, where where'd the trucks go? You're like, so oh, they had yeah. an hour turnaround time. We're working on two and a half hours now. Like, <laughs> Who the fuck are these guys? Oh, yeah. There's a... Then you go down to the 7-Eleven. They're all, yeah. they're all in the parking lot. Yeah, Lined there's, up. There's the trucks. Like, oh, hey, guys. How's yeah. it going? You guys putting tire or air in one tire? <laughs> like, what happened to that <laughs> pre-trip inspection this morning? I say all this as as a joke. I think the one of the biggest points of exposure for the construction industry right now is trucking. Mm-hmm. And everybody is just sweeping the whole trucking thing under the rug. Like, yeah. oh, I really hope they get this figured out. Yeah. Like, we don't want to deal with this shit. We don't want to deal with the insurance and all the liability. So we're yeah. just going to subcontract trucks out but you're like well then you are putting a lot of your faith in subcontractors mm-hmm. at that point because my word is it gonna be it's, it's just getting way worse yeah it's uh we 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 don't own any dump trucks um we sub all of our trucking out when we need it mm-hmm. when we need rock or dirt all whatever which is standard it's, yeah that's how it's um, always been. and it's it's like it's super expensive to do um, but I, I think it's even more expensive to, if, you know, at our size to try to own a, own a dump truck and, you know, maintain it and keep it busy. I'm sure we could keep it busy and contract it out, but like there are a lot of maintenance yes. to, to keep those things up and running. But, yeah. um, but anywho, so I guess I would, I wanted to like share kind of where I came from and how I got into where I am now. Sure. Um, I grew up in the middle of nowhere an hour South of here. Um, in uh, Giles County, Tennessee, on a hundred acre farm, just kind of like it was a great, great way to grow up. Mm-hmm. Just being able to run and be free, and moved to Chattanooga for college and studied construction management. Um, How did you choose that? I didn't know what I wanted to do, um, and I was just looking at a list of things you could study, and I was like, "That sounds fun! Like I could see myself being a project manager." Sure. Um, Why'd you go to college? Uh, well, I did two years and I was like, this is terrible. Like I'm, my first year was paid for. And then the next year you're like, was out of my pocket. And I was like, spending way too much money. I don't care about any of this. I just want to like, you know, I just wanted to party and live and have fun. Um, but you know, I, I, I did care a little bit about what I was studying, but I was just like not interested in it. I didn't have the drive or the focus to like actually learn. But, uh, I guess let me, let me rewind straight out of high school i started working um in the music industry um and just did all kinds of stuff in that realm i toured with a band for a little bit as like a stagehand and um worked at a lot of music festivals like selling merchandise and setting up tents and doing stuff like that gotta take a breath here sure get a lot of thoughts going take your time i i'm one of the few people in Nashville that has never worked in the music industry. I, I believe that. That's just zero. I have no idea how the music industry if, works. Yeah, you go out tonight and someone asks you, what do you do? And you're like, I don't work in the music industry. They're like, okay. Well, yeah, that's why I don't have friends. Because yeah. they're yeah. like, well, he's not one of us. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> not cool, man. Yeah. Um, but anywho, the last thing I did, I was work, or I was also a DJ for a little bit. I worked at a radio station and like did all the underwriting, all the commercials. And, and I, was, I was like 17 at the time. Really? Um, it was a cool experience though. Like that was my office experience that I like got to see and work inside a true office and just like how it was like a toxic environment. Um, what hours did you work when you were at the radio station? Um, I kind of got to make my own for the most part. Yeah. 
But I, I was mostly in there from 8 a.m. to like 2 p.m. Huh. For the most part. And some evenings I was in there when they needed a substitute DJ. I would go in and sling some songs for an hour. Nice. You know, I had no idea if anyone was listening. Yeah. I was just having fun doing it. Yeah. Um, could have been like 5,000 people listening or five. My mom and brother. And, you know. mm-hmm. um, but so, so I, I had this huge office to myself, like four times the size of this room. And it was in a basement with one window. And it was just like a gorgeous fall day outside. And I was like, I just want to be out there. I just wanted, I was kind of like getting tired of the job and everything. And um, I was also working at a merchandise company at part time. And we moved offices. And I had reached out to you because I saw what you were doing on Instagram. And you were just posting some badass pictures at Turner. Um, and I was like, that looks awesome. Like if I wanted to drive one one day, like what would I do? Like pursue my little kid dream. And you pretty much summed it up. You were like, just ask questions. Just like go ask a contractor or um, just like stick your neck out there. So I did that. I, I asked our uh, our new, the the owner of the building that the merchandise company moved into. And uh, he was like, yeah, what do you want to do? Like, you want to do carpentry, concrete work, you know, excavation? And I was like, yeah, I want to move some dirt. Um, so then two weeks later, uh, he introduced me to a uh, a, a gentleman and he hired me for the summer just as like an internship and uh first day i was sitting on the edge of a mountain um with two brand new caterpillars digging a massive foundation for like a huge custom home and that was my introduction and i was like this is awesome no oh, shit yeah i was it was it was just like the view and 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 what i was seeing i was like i want to do this every day when when was this uh 2018 may yeah, May of 2018. Yeah, yeah. So that was like, I had, I'd been working with Turner Mining Group for a few months at that point. Yeah. And we were, we were, that was like the, like some of the good old days. Yeah. Well, we were just fucking, it was like, Cameron. yeah, but it was like kind of a cowboy approach. Yeah. <laughs> on both sides of the fence. You actually uh, <laughs> ate lunch with one of my employees in the back of a Turner truck in uh, Washington or Virginia uh, after you passed the MSHA test for the day. Yeah. Um, that sounds about right. He told me to say hello. His name was Wilkie. That's so funny. He said, he said, tell Aaron. I said, what's up? So at that point you had, uh, had you decided to leave college? No. So yeah, I did that summer in the summer. Like we got towards the end of the summer and my boss at the time was like, man, I wish I could just clone two of you when you go back to school and just keep you around full time. And I was like, actually, I think just keep me like, I'm not going to go back to school. Huh. I was like, that, A, I was making really good money and I was loving it. I'd, I'd like done like a complete 180 um, in just like my livelihood. And it was because I would work in the summers during college. Mm-hmm. The summers were a good time. It oh, was, yeah. it was, there were some miserable times to it yeah. depending on the job and where I was, but it was a really good time and I would get back to school and it would just be kind of a bummer. Yeah, you're I like, loved all the people I was with, but you're you're just you're like this sucks because I'm stud I'm studying stuff I don't care about. Yeah. I'm just I'm just doing this just because I have to. I'm stuck right. here, and I always wanted to get like, when can I get back out in the field and actually do stuff? Yeah, and you're like, man, I'd be I'd pay a lot of money right now to be sitting on a job site smelling my partner's cigarette smoke <laughs> rather yeah. than sitting here in glass, yeah. you know. Um, so so yeah, I just I never went back, and. Uh, huh. I think it was the best decision I've made in a long time or ever, maybe. Did you have to explain that to anybody or were you on your own 
Like your parents are just um, like, yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. No, like I pretty much like had made my decision and I reached out to a lot of people who I respected, like their opinions, friends and, and other individuals. And um, I was like, I think this is what I'm going to do. Am I crazy? Slash, I don't care if I'm crazy, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had a lot of good feedback and people were like, no, you got to stay in college. Like if you don't, you're not going to make it, you know, whatever, because that's what society says. And I was like, yeah, well, you got to take risks every now and then. So I'm going for it. And was it just a like a gut feeling at that point? Or just like, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Or- it, it felt right. Yeah. What I was doing. Yeah. Just like, and I, and I truly like already had a passion for it. Um, just the, the, the jobs that we were doing. I was like, this is, this is killer. Um, and the money was good. I was, I guess I, I was 20 years old. And it was, you know, I was making good money, having fun doing it. And um, so I was like, yeah, why go back to college and get, be miserable and pay to be miserable? I was like, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I guess like fast forward uh, three years-ish. Um, and so we're, we're, we were a pretty small company. It was like usually three or four of us. Um, and uh, last year was July 9 of uh, 21. We're in 22, right? Yeah. Um, my business partner at the time was like, hey, I kind of want to not do this anymore. I want to stay at home and raise my kids um, and kind of focus on, uh, on, on his family. I was like, that's totally fine, man. I want to take this company and absolutely run with it. Um, Hold on here. Okay. So, but what happened in the three years? So you're working at this company, you stay on, you quit college. So you, you became... Um, did you start another company? Did you get part so yeah, of that so company? There, there were four of us when I, when I like first day started on with that company. Okay. Small, we're a small dirt company. Still are today. Sure. sure. Um, small but mighty. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like the, the boss at the time, he was like, man, you're really efficient. Efficient. I was like, yeah, we could probably, you and I just be really good together. I don't think we need these two extra hands kind of. And so we did that and it was just him and I, and we just like ran through the next like two years of doing all kinds of jobs. So um, you, you go off and you form a company. He already had the company. Uh, yeah. And he, uh, he gave me a very small percentage of ownership. Yeah. This is like enough to like say I had some. Yeah. Um, and we did all kinds of odds and ends jobs, but just like anything that you could do with, uh, a cat 305 and a 250 d like mm-hmm. that's the, the our couple they work great together mm-hmm. um but we also like would stick our neck out there and we did all the site work for like 20 townhomes downtown in chattanooga and we traveled north carolina and fixed like a, a private farm bridge um that was awesome like you know just odds and ends stuff that um he he had a lot of knowledge he was a um a uh, dam safety engineer for TVA. Oh, wow. So like he knew like all the, the information and I kind of knew how to make it work in the field. Um, so we worked well together. Mm. Um, the last, the last, uh, the last couple months we were working like on his property and, uh, I'll never forget. We were just like, we had two excavators and we were working on this hillside and, uh, we were just fluid. You know, and it looked like we'd been doing it forever. And uh, my brother was there watching my mom and he's like, dude, you guys look just like amazing. I was like, thank you. <laughs> um, but anyways, 
So, so, so he's, yeah. he's the guy that says, I want to stay home with my family. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I'm going to have to go get another job. You know, like we were just going to sell the company. Um, because like I couldn't run a company. I was 23 years old. I was like, there's no way I could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I had stuck my neck out and reached out to my a friend who owns a bigger dirt company in town. And, um, he's like, yeah, I'd be happy to have you. And I was like, okay, well, we still have some work to do. You know, I'll chew on it. Um, and my brother reached out to me. He was like, dude, why don't you just take the company and run with it? I'm like, cause I don't know how to do that. I'm like, I'm like, there's a lot that goes into it. How could I, little old 23 year old Nate, just take this company and, and run with it? And um, he just like pushed me. He was like, do it, try it. And he backed me. And he was a little bit of the capital um, that we ended up buying out um, my old partner. Mm. So we ultimately just bought the business. We bought the, uh, the two machines, uh, the truck and trailer, and just like, you know, all the Google files and clients and everything that comes with a small company. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of your, you're buying the balance sheet. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cause with a small company, you know, that's, yeah, that's the value essentially. Exactly. Yeah. So we did that. He like pushed me huh. and he's now my business partner, my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, yeah. So he, he, we did it. We like bought the company and I was like, all right, there's 0.1 cents in the account. And we have, uh, you know, we have uh, 3,200 bucks due in four weeks for mm-hmm. the machines. Yeah. So I'm going, going to work and, uh, just worked for the first like two months by myself. Um, just doing all kinds of, you know, like small residential grading, um, backyard stuff and, from past clients who we had before and um, from new clients who I'd reached out to. And um, then I won my first big job. Uh, and it was, a, it was building a half-mile driveway um, through the, to the edge of the mountain. Um, and it was all forest. Hmm. Um, and I was like, holy shit, I can't do this by myself. Um, so I uh, reached out to some buds. I was like, hey, I need some help. Like, I got... Four machines are being dropped on this site. I need some help. Like, can you come run it? And uh, two guys came out and we built a beautiful half mile driveway through the middle of nowhere to the edge of the mountain. It's like all you could see is for miles and miles. And that was my first like big job. And I was like, holy shit, we, we're doing it. Yeah. You know, like we're pulling this off somehow. The funny thing going back to you saying, well, I don't, I don't know how to run a business. Yeah. When you get into business, you start to understand that it's all made up and that right. the people in business also don't really know how to do business. Right. They're just doing it to the best of their abilities. Some are better than others. Yeah. Some start to figure it out, but most everybody, it's like your parents when you're a child, you think your parents have it all figured out. Oh, they know everything. And then you become an adult and you're like, oh my God. So they're trying to figure this out too. Yeah. And they're like, they're way ahead of me, but they're still trying to figure yeah. this shit out. So exactly. I'm not the only one here that, uh, that's alarming because they were the one that raised me and I depended on them for 18 years yeah. or whatever it was, but also somewhat comforting. Cause, Oh, right. okay. I don't have to figure it out. They don't have to figure it out. We're, we're all good. just trying our best here. Yeah. Business is the same thing. You it think is, businesses man. know what the hell they're doing. You get Absolutely into business. Not. You're like, Whoa, Mm-mm. take, peel that curtain back. You're like, Whoa, this yeah. is, this is like the wild, wild west. This is a mess. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah, a lot of times it, it is. is a mess, but it's just about 
giving it a shot, right? Giving her hell, and and that's how that's how I looked at it. I was like, I was like, so if we if I fail like the first quarter, like what are we gonna lose? Mm -hmm. You know, tens of thousands of dollars. Okay, whatever. Sure, I tried it and I lost. You know, or you know that 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 was the worst outcome. Yeah, and I was like, and if I lose, like I'll learn a lot from it. Um, and then I I haven't lost yet, and. uh so we're we're like a year and some change deep into running armadillo excavation. Um, that's that's who we are. We're a small, mighty company. Um, it's me and two other full time employees, and I'm in the field with them every day. Um, and we we're just a bunch of rowdy twenty year olds. Yeah. Um, and we probably lose work because of our age. I mean, I know we do. Like, I'll go meet a client and bid some job and. At the end of our conversation, he's like, so how old are you? Like, I'm 24. And you can see it in their face. They're like, oh, well, I don't want to hire some 24-year-old kid to come out here and do my, you know, spend $10,000 on this kid. Like, yeah. he's going to mess something up. Yeah. Um, no one's ever said that, you know, directly, obviously. But you can kind of infer it. Sure. Um, you should just uh, get a pair of fake glasses and just say you're 34. I could do that, dude. You're you're golden. Well, or just, uh, what um what Jimmy Starbuck would do. And this yeah. is one of the most clever things I have heard in this category. He would say the company was Starbuck and Son. Yeah, and he was the son. Oh, I mean, yeah, I remember. You He'd say it's his that. dad's company. Yeah, and then oh oh oh, it's your dad's company. Yeah, it wasn't his dad's it's company. Him. His dad had nothing to do with the business. I love it was that. his, but he was in his twenties, <laughs> and that's what he would have to yeah. say to get this work. And he did it. It worked. Yeah, it's like wow, that's. I, maybe cover. I need to go for a different approach now. Like, or I don't know. I just shaved my mustache off the other week. I don't know why. Just one of those yeah, things. You're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. If I was, if I was an excavator, I, I couldn't be an excavator because I, I look like I'm like 15. People ask me, you got can ben, you ben, drive? Benjamin's yeah. buttons, did you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm 12, I, but I look a lot older. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm the other way. I, I look like a child, but I feel like right. I act like I'm in my late sixties. Yeah. It that is a crazy thing because when you're bidding the work you're bidding, it's not low bid. You're not working necessarily for the municipality that's legally required right. to give it to the lowest bidder. Right. It's at their discretion at the end Absolutely. of the day. The property owner, whoever it is, yeah. they can give the job to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's I have to do what I can to sell our work. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I do an okay job at it. I mean, we we keep work on the table. Um how do you get work? A word of mouth. B return clients. C we're like number two on Google and Chattanooga. Really? I think yeah. For what? If you Google Chattanooga excavation. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh. That's how a lot of people find us. And I would, I would probably click on you guys first because number one is probably like John Smith's backhoe services, right? And then Armadillo excavation. You're like fuck, like Armadillo. That's yeah, that's pretty cool. About? Yeah, that yeah. sounds that sounds awesome. Yeah, and then you click on our website, and it looks so much bigger than we actually are. It's the goal. Yeah. yeah, you know, like I paint a picture for where I want to be. Sure. And um, so, like, I get I get calls from a lot of like big companies that are like, "Hey, we're doing like a five hundred acre, you yeah. know, site site prep for this new tire warehouse. Can you guys bid it?" <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, oh, we're just we're super busy right now. Sorry, man. Send me the plans. <laughs> <laughs> Send me the plans. Yeah." And I'll look at it, and I'm like. Mm. This is cool. Uh-huh. One day I'll bid this. Sure, you know. Um, but so we get uh, a lot of a lot of work from yeah, just our Google presence and. How did you get the Google presence? It came with the company. 
uh, when we purchased it. Yeah. So the, the the previous company was Dirt Bird Earthworks. That mm-hmm. was the name of it. Um, and when we bought it, we rebranded to Armadillo. Um, Why'd you rebrand? I wanted it to be something of of my own. Um, and my and my brothers and and we didn't want to be like Emerson Brothers mm-hmm. excavating because yeah. there's no imagination. There's, in that. there's like three thousand companies that already have that name. Sure. And we kind of have this weird thing with armadillos. Like we grew up in our backyard hunting them at 1 a.m. Because they had like already migrated here to middle Tennessee. And uh, just like we'd go out with a spotlight and a little single shot 22 and just like yeah. egg them because they would ruin the yard. Yeah. We were digging machines. Well, we would do the same with gophers in Montana yeah. and Wyoming. You yeah. go out with a, uh, we would use a 17. Nice. So something even smaller yeah. with little plastic tip bullets. Yeah. Man, is it fun. Oh <laughs> it's my an god! Adventure. It, oh, yeah. it's so much fun. I've never hunted anything big. I've just hunted. You know, I've just shot muskrats yeah. and gophers and beavers. It's any, fun. Anything small yeah. that makes a mess, right? Um, armadillos, though. I grew up in Arizona. Yeah, they're not a thing in Arizona, as far as I'm concerned. They've really gotten around, though. Though they move, man. They they, they like just got into Chattanooga area, like East Tennessee region, like within the past three years. Where are they? Do you know where armadillos are native to? Where the hell did they begin? I have no idea either, but they're everywhere now. Yeah. I first saw one though. First one in my life was I was in Alabama, Gulf Shores on mm-hmm. the beach. And there's like a, a, you know, a little grass bush and you hear some rustling around at night. You go out yeah. and you're like, you know, what's going on? Sea turtle? Yeah. 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 It must be a sea turtle or something nesting. And you, you shine your flashlight over there. It's this little, it's this little armadillo just Digging. cruising around. I yeah. was, I was amazed. I was like, yeah. Man, that is a weird. What is that weird little yeah. creature? Yeah, <laughs> huh. it, it's uh. So yeah, that kind of played a role into it. Anyways, okay. that makes sense. Yeah, and they dig, man. They yeah. do dig. Yeah, so that's they appropriate. Um, um, I forgot to bring any stickers. Uh, but the logo is pretty cool. The armadillo's got a big excavator bucket on its tail. And wow, it's wearing a cowboy hat on its head, and it looks kind of like. <sighs> that, well, yeah. that's the thing with armadillos too. They're they're always yeah they're always presented as western. Yeah, there's a. My favorite balloon at the Balloon Fiesta, the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta. Yeah. Never been. One of my favorite events I've ever been to. They, two weekends in October. It's like the first full week of October every year in Albuquerque. This is the only reason I'd ever go to Albuquerque. But they launch. There's like a million people that come in for this and they launch something like 500 balloons all at once. Yeah. So you, you'd go to like the balloon thing that you see on Instagram and oh my God, they're balloons. And so it's good. like, you know five hot air balloons you're like yeah. yeah that's cool but this is like 500 balloons all going wow. up at the same time yeah and there's this one that's the sheriff armadillo nice. and so it's an enormous armadillo yeah with a little cowboy hat bandana oh, and yeah. uh like a uh, some holsters yeah like yeah. a revolver and a holster you're like yeah. ah damn it. that's like <laughs> that's the exact personality the yeah 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 that's the balloon i want one yeah but two that's how i picture armadillos yeah they're kind of just like Tough, rowdy little little things. Yeah, until a F two fifty comes along in the interstate and just, whoosh, yeah, right over them. Guilty. Um. Okay. Anyway, enough armadillo talk. Uh, how involved is your brother? So, uh, right now, we kind of reached a point where he's kind of out of the picture. So he lives in Austin, Texas, and has a full time job there. Oh wow. Um. But uh, he. Th- you know, we thought he would like have more of like a business manager side type of deal, but like I just took on everything so um, fluidly, like it just all came naturally. 
Um, so he's kind of just like, um, when I'm having a bad day or I can't figure some, some shit out in my head, I'll call him and be like, Hey, I'm kind of freaking out. You want to chat? And, and he's, you know, a very, uh, just a great, great person to conversate with and just like kind of cool me down when I'm having a rough day or, um, you know, he, he shares a lot of input when I'm like, just like chewing on something that I can't get off my brain or, um, so I'm very grateful for him to a, to believe in me, but B also just kind of like have my back no matter what. Um, I, and that's, that's important. Absolutely. This, this world can eat you alive, man. It won't just like crumble you up some days, yeah. you know, and just like put you in the trash bin and it's like, here you go. Sure. Figure it out. And yeah. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Check. Um, how'd you find the two guys that work with you? Um, one was a friend. He was, he worked at uh blue cross for a while as like an IT guy and, uh, he was ready to get out of it. And, um, that first big job came along and I was like, Hey, come out this weekend and, and see if you can run a skid steer. And I showed him the ins and outs, like, you know, what to do, what not to do. Don't kill yourself. And, um, and he started moving some topsoil and I was like, so you got it. Mm. And he was just grinning from ear to ear. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he's been with us for a year now and just he kills it, you know, zero experience, like, um, n no experience at all. And I just, I, I pride myself in, in my teaching. My guys may not agree with that, but, uh, I, I just like, I like to, I like to teach. I'm always, always showing like tips and tricks, um, that I think would work better when they're working on something. Um, so I've done that the past year and, um, and he clicks. He gets it. Um, and then uh, the other guy is, is the one who, uh, Wilkie, who worked with you and at Turner for a while. Um, he worked for Turner for like, I don't know, maybe two years and um, just wanted to be back home. Yeah. So he did like some odds and end jobs uh, with dirt companies around town. And, um, and then we met like on the river one day, one summer day, just like hanging out and began to chit chat and i told him what i was doing and sure enough he uh actually what happened is i had a job where i rented a it was a, a d3 with a mulcher on the front of it nice a i had never driven a bulldozer and uh b i didn't know what the hell to do with it isn't that funny though you can go dude oh, like you it. can't how old are you i'm 24 oh yeah yeah you're yeah. 24 so you right now you can't go get a nissan versa from enterprise rent a car but you can go get a yeah. six-figure bulldozer easily with a thing on the front that eats trees. Right. No questions asked. They don't even ask, do you know how to run this thing? Yeah. They, they just drop it off. They just drop it off and just tell us when to go pick it up. Yeah. You're like, it's, it is crazy how different it is in the heavy equipment world. It's gnarly. Like, but, but no Nissan Versas for you. I know, man. I'm, I'm really trying to get in one too. Like, I kind of like the teal ones. They're very personally. economical. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could fit in one. Great. Great fuel economy, which is yeah. important nowadays. Mm. Uh, but that's that's a cool machine. Yeah. And I had no idea how to, how to drive it. Um, well, the, the reason, real quick, the reason they brought that to the job site is because I rented a 299 with a mulcher on it to mulch a bunch of trees and, um, and it broke like the first tree. So... This, we're already a half mile on into the edge of the mountain. This was a, another driveway that we built. And, uh, I, we had the whole driveway completed pretty much. Now we just needed to do the house site. Mm -hmm. And this thing broke down in the middle of the woods and they couldn't get a truck back there. 
to, to come fix it. Oh. So they brought this D3 and drug it all the way out. It was a half mile on our freshly built dry, uh, driveway crusher run. Is, uh, is Thompson the dealer down there? We actually got that one from Thompson because it was right on, on the mountain, like right on the edge. So they, they now have an office in uh, Tullahoma or Manchester. Um, but I, all my equipment comes from Stowers. So Stowers is the dealer in East Chattanooga. Yeah. Yes. They cover yeah. Yeah, Knoxville, the Tri-City area. Huh. Uh, I didn't know they were in Chattanooga too. Yeah. They have, I think it's like five stores. Really? Yeah. I was going to say Thompson. Yeah. I know you speak very highly of them. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Um, They've been so good to us. On the way here, dude, I was just, I haven't been in Nashville in a minute. And on the way here, I was just blown away with all the construction. I was like, what the hell's going on? It's insane. It's only going in one direction. I think yeah. there's over 50 tower cranes. In the city right now? Well, I remember like driving around Nashville and I was like, wow, there's like eight tower cranes. Like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. And now like I was, as I was pulling up today, I was like, Jesus Christ, like there's cranes everywhere. It's, yeah. it's only going, because what's happened, COVID changed the a layout lot. of a lot of the United States. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have, have, have moved to different cities and yeah. different areas and rural areas. And it's, it's really started to shift the fabric of, of the whole country. So you have cities like Nashville, like Raleigh, Charlotte, a lot of Florida. Yeah. You, have, you have all these Southern cities that are the beneficiary of people in the Northeast saying, mm -hmm. and you know, New York saying, even California this sucks, bro. Yeah. Well, you have all the California people going to Denver and Austin, Bozeman, Austin, yeah. Phoenix. I've, I've had two clients come from California. They're like, I just sold my tall and skinny and I want to build a million dollar home now. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Uh, well, Chattanooga is starting to get expensive too. It is. I mean, Chattanooga, yeah. a lot of people have been to Chattanooga. Yeah. The, it's, it's on its own route. Yeah. Um, it has big river plans just like Nashville does. Um, yeah. They, well, but I feel like they've done a better job at the river in Chattanooga. Nashville, yeah, we very, have a river running through the city, but I feel like it's no not one person friendly. No, we just yeah. ignore it. Like, yeah. Ah, yeah, there's a river there. It's kind of a pain yeah. in the ass because you need to go over a bridge to get over it. But other than right. that, who cares? It's yeah, like, it's, why don't we? It's not very people friendly, I feel like. But yeah, in Chattanooga, it's, you know, we're like the outdoor city. Yeah. Um, we got voted like three years in a row for Outdoor Magazine, like best city in the United States to be out an outdoorsman or whatever. Really? Yeah, there's. I mean, you can do anything, you know, because we have the mountains. You can you can white water, you can rock climb, you can yeah. hike. Yeah, but everything in between. See, people on the East Coast, they call all this mountains, oh, but I feel like it's mountains in quotes. Yeah, because you're like, if you grow up in the West, it sucks. You come out here, you're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, cool, cool. They're they're I guess mountains, nice hill. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a big hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like yeah. that's a that's more of a big hill than a mountain. Almost a mesa. But you go to Colorado, you're like, yeah, that's a that's a mountain. Yeah. And then I went up to British Columbia earlier this year. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. You guys are moving mountains, bro. Like this is this is a real mountain. Yeah. yeah those those Colorado Rockies. Pff, yeah. Canadian Rockies, where it's at. Whole different ball game. So yeah, take me with a grain of salt when I do say mountain. But no, there's rock climbing there. There's rafting. There's yeah. all kinds of fun. There's stuff. everything that you want to do outside. You can do it. Yeah. Um, so that attracts a lot of people. But also mm -hmm. just like. I don't know. The city certainly like grew on me um, throughout the past years that I've been there, and, um, and it certainly isn't a good a good route forward. And I'm excited to see where it goes. I actually considered moving to Chattanooga when I came out to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. You thought about bringing this office there? I th I thought about yeah, yeah, moving and there's a lot of like tech setting companies up shops in Chattanooga. Moving there, just the the thing, the the draw to a, a bigger city, Nashville. It's just easier to get in and out of. Yeah, which is big for our business yeah. and where I was at with travel. 
Yeah. Like flying in and out of Chattanooga sucks. You'd have so to fly to I'd be, Atlanta. I'd be driving day. to Atlanta every single time I had yeah. to fly somewhere. And you get the benefit of living in a smaller city, a little bit more low key, but right. that, it just wasn't, wasn't yeah. worth it. Chattanooga Airport is, it's just full of characters. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, it's Chattanooga is kind of full of characters. It is. It's just, yeah. it's a, it's, it's an eclectic crowd. It absolutely is. And I'm never, like, as soon as I think I have a grasp on it, I like got one evening and I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Where are these people coming from? Um, uh, so Chattanooga. So, um, what, what, what are your work hours like? Do you just work all the time? Me personally? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> you have to. Um, I, I do. Uh, as far as the company, like Monday through Friday, let's, let's do like every, every job is different. Like if we have an hour drive or that's as far as we'll go out, but, mm. um, you know, it depends on the drive time, but like, let's be started getting started on the site. If not seven, like seven thirty, we'll get done at five o'clock. If there's a tight schedule or rain's coming, we're going to work all day long. Um, so like every job has a little bit of difference, but, um, we're easily getting, like last week was the first week that we didn't get over 40 hours in the past like four months because of weather. Yeah. Um, and so like we've just been running and gunning, but we typically don't work weekends unless like we absolutely have to. Cause like work, work is awesome. Like, sure. We love it, but there's such a life outside of work mm-hmm. and we have to go enjoy that. Like, why do we work so hard to get paid? Okay. Why do we want to get paid? to go live our true livelihoods. So like I make sure that my guys have the freedom to go when they have a doctor's appointment, let me know like two days in advance, go, you know, like um, one of my guys just had his, his first, his first son, like gave him a full paid week off. I was like, dude, enjoy that. You need to be home and support your wife. And um, so like, I, I, I ask Which that is, like, and that's a big deal for, a company your size first a three-man company yeah you're yeah. cutting a third of your capacity for a week absolutely while still paying for it yeah that's big time it's a uh, it's it is it is big time yeah. um and i uh i get nervous sometimes doing it honestly but like for for a financial purpose but i know that when they come back from their day off or from their week off they're gonna just pour into it 110 percent. yeah um and so I, I think just like taking care of of the guys goes a really long way because you will always get it back. Um, so you know we see so yeah, our schedules not crazy, but you know summer hours are intense. Yes, mm-hmm. but you still get to live your life outside of out of outside of work. But don't <clears throat> when you're not working. There's also business things to take care of. Right. Yeah. So like I it was two days ago. You know. We worked, you know, a solid 10 hour day. And then I went home and worked another five hours mm-hmm. on the computer, um, bidding work and sending invoices. And then, you know, the other 1,002 things that I could be doing, sure. um, just like just the, you know, the, the whole workers comp insurance, you know, all the fun stuff that no one wants to do, but has to be done. Um, but, but yeah, just like looking at looking at plans, um, just making sure everything's paid. Um, just the, the ins and outs of running a company is, yeah. and sometimes I have the availability to do that throughout the day, like in the truck, um, just like hop on for a second and do some stuff and go look at a job. But other days, like we're all running full throttle. Um, 
How have you figured out the business side of things, like bidding work? I uh, haven't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, as long as more money is, as long as there's money left over at the end of the year, yeah, good to go. Yeah, that's doing business. But how, like, how have you? You you just trial and error. Oh, wait. Say that again. As long as there's money left over. No, you don't want money left over for Texas. Well, I mean, you you yes. Then 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 then. Oh, well, what do we have left over? Let's go buy. Oh, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah. buy some shit. Yeah, right, it's right, the contractor right. mentality. Yeah, because yeah, oh god, god forbid we pay taxes, and god forbid we keep right. capital on hand. Let's keep pouring it into equipment. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, a so, a like uh, go ahead. But but bidding work questions. Like I I just I'm not afraid to ask questions. So I'll like I'll ask. I have a friend who's been running a company for 15 years and I'll like, I'll buzz him a lot and be like, Hey, this is kind of what I'm working on. How would you go about this? Or what would you recommend? Um, and then like my, my sister's a, a CPA and we're actually mm. about to bring her on. And, and so she's going to like handle our books and everything. Um, so that's going to be super helpful, but like she has a lot of business knowledge. Um, and then my other brother, uh, studied entrepreneurship here at Belmont. And so like I rely on my family for a lot of questions. Um, but, but really just like trial and error for the most part. I don't know how you learn entrepreneurship. I don't either. Like, I think I'm, an, I'm more of, of an it's entrepreneur. It's kind of ironic because entrepreneurship is about just sending it. Right. But you're learning how to send it in the right way. Yeah. But entrepreneurship is all about doing things not in the right way. I've just always, I've, I mean, I, I know I'm talking on my ass. I don't know what the hell you learn in an entrepreneurship degree, but I've always either. just found I, I it ironic. Know. Yeah. Just the way to do it's just to kind of sound to it. try it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I can't answer that question here. Yeah. When, and you're getting taught by people that have never probably, they probably not started businesses. Right. Right. So they're teaching you how to start a business, how to be an entrepreneur, but they're not yeah. entrepreneurs. They've never been entrepreneurs. Right. Does it add up? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, but yeah. the, one of the biggest pieces of uh, business advice, and I don't have very many pieces, so a piece of business, one of the only pieces of business advice I have for small businesses is exactly what you're doing. Get someone to take care of the books. Yeah. Just, well, it, it's we have so affordable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you pick the right one. Right. But it's so damn affordable. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 it's not something you should do on, on your own. Like just, just hand it right. off. Let them do it. They Get it the, done the properly. Pay, the payroll, the books, the, the taxes, like they take care of all that. Yeah. But like. The way they've handled stuff is very unprofessional, and and I'm just like I'm I'm like paying you guys to be very professional, and you're yeah. not. Doing well, there's that. there's there's good and bad companies in every yeah. category, but that's one of the things I see contractors taking care of the books. It's like, why do it yeah. yourself? Get it off your plate. Yeah, focus on what you're good at, which is building shit. To also answer the question that you asked a moment ago, like just like build with. I've learned a lot from from you guys um, by listening to all the podcasts and just like hearing other people's experiences and stories and even you guys just released all the training i've slowly started to dive into that um but just like when i hear something i eat it up and i i try to practice it mm. um so i certainly like give you guys a lot of credit to to kind of like my day in day out um trying new stuff and hearing other business owners whether it's cw matthews or you know west coat hearing just like how they've done stuff um, I've tried that or pra tried to practice it and I'm like, oh, it works. I'm always, um, I'm always pleasantly surprised when I hear that. 
kind of stuff. I'm always a little bit relieved. Like, oh, thank God. We're, people are getting value <laughs> out of what we're doing. Because a lot of times I don't get a lot of feedback or I'm so focused on growing the business and the negatives yeah. and cash flow and investment and this and that, that I forget about the legitimate impact we're creating in the world. Yeah. But it's, it's super, like, that's why we're doing it. Right. That's the, the, that's the whole point. That's why I started the company. Yeah. That's our mission. That's the whole purpose of this thing is, is not, if we, if we do that, we'll make money. Mm -hmm. The purpose is not to make money. If we, if we make the dirt world better. We make a lot of money in the process. Right. And we can do both of those things. Absolutely. I have no guilty feelings about any of that. Um, but it's honestly always a little relieving to me. It's like, oh, I yeah. we're not. No, it's, it's working. We're not man. selling bullshit here. <laughs> and I, I believe in it. Yeah. But it's, I feel like it's just kind of imposter syndrome. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I certainly mean that. Like you guys, you're, you're doing it um, and it's working. I think. We're trying to. I hope like you can reach like a double or triple the amount of people in uh, sooner than later. Cause like, that's the goal. Society is like, like when I told people I wasn't going back to school cause I was going to do construction. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, that's terrible. Like society says you can't do that. You need to go to college, get a four year degree, rack up 50, hundred K in debt. It's and, so frustrating. And then, and then like ask people for work. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you just look at the stats coming out of college. There's a huge percent, huge percentage of kids coming out of college that can't find work. One. Right. And an even bigger percentage. I mean, like the vast majority that can only find work in something that has nothing to do with what they just studied. Yeah. The percentage of people that end up in a career that is based on what they studied at school is very low. Minimal. Very low. Yeah. It was like the last time I looked, maybe a quarter, maybe less than that. That to me is total failure mm -hmm. that is a shit product because and now yet they have that's the standard yeah what is happening what is going on right now yeah where what are you what are you supposed to do now yeah your, your loans kick in in like eight months dude and then the government's like oh paying up. you know here's a little here's a little nibble ten thousand off yeah. which doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people yeah. i mean sure it's ten thousand off great yeah no, no, no. Let's not solve the actual problem here. Right. And that is just, oh, colleges can just charge whatever the hell they please for what has been proven to be not a very good product. Yeah. So, so let's not, no, the problem is the student debt. That's the problem. So we need to go, we need to go forgive student debt. It's like, it's wait, not, wait a minute. Let's go back to like the, the beginning. What? Like, where did this originate? Where did this debt originate? Yes. Yeah. It just came from. Let's oh, start back here. Yeah. Oh, so, so you federal government, you're just going to give us as much money as we as yeah. we want to go build this behemoth of an industry. Yeah. Come on down. Sure. Like give us as much money as you possibly can. We're not going to talk about that though. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Don't even. Cause it's a huge industry. Yeah. Or you had that push for, to make call uh, community college free. Yeah. Shot down very quickly. Yeah. By the higher education industry. Absolutely. You're like, Oh my God, this is correct. So this is just as corrupt as every, every other place. Yeah. I don't, Kind of like back to what you said about growing up, like coming of age, you're like, what the fuck is going on out here? Well, you start like to, he, that's why I'm thankful for what happened with COVID because yeah. it kind of pulled the mask off the boogeyman and it's like, yeah. oh my God, like there's a lot of monkey business going on here. Absolutely. And I don't really know what kind of monkey business, but there yeah. is something, there's, there's a, a lot of things off there. right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things off. And yeah. now you start, now I'm in this, I think in a good mindset of just questioning things. Like, yeah. Is that really the I like, way? I like believe just like, I, I take everything with a grain of salt ultimately. 
just like stuff yes. that I hear, read, or see. Like I have a couple news sources that I like believe in, but like for the most part, when I see something, I'm like, I'm going to need like four sources on that. Well, to yeah. believe it. Well, but yeah, you just. I think that's a. I think being a little. Uh yeah, questioning things. I think is a good thing. Like mm-hmm. even the history we're taught growing up. Yeah, you start to understand like that's kind of just made up in a lot of ways right. by people that want to create a certain narrative and you start to realize oh my god that doesn't necessarily add up and yeah. like and they treat history as no it is it is the gospel you're like this is what happened whoa and you're gonna believe but it. yeah but we are only getting one side of the story here there's a lot <laughs> of other sides <laughs> yeah um but you're you just accept it all as yep this is reality it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And you go about your this day. You don't true. think about it again. That's how yeah. you live your life. And then all of a sudden you're slapped in the face like, whoa, whoa, whoa. In school, did you learn, uh, is it in elementary school, uh, the banana song? I like, it's like a oh, vowels. I, I like know. to eat, eat, eat apples and bananas. Yeah, that's, that's a great song. Yeah. That, that song slaps, man. Why did we learn that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We were singing that on the job site the other day and I was like, you know what, guys? I'm really glad that we learned that. The young age, because I think it really has helped me get to this position today. Yeah. Um, anyways, I th- I'm glad I went to college. It helped me, me grow too. as an individual. Likewise. Where I grew up, I was, I, was a, I was a big fish in a small pond. Moving away and going to, univers- to the university, um, I became a very, very small fish in a big pond. And I needed that to happen mm-hmm. um, to like grow as an individual. So I'm very glad I went. But had I... So had I been a good student in high school and been able to get into a good college yeah. and went to like, God forbid, you know, USC. Right. And I'm going to go to California for college and I'm going to go spend $70,000 a year on college. Easily. And I'm going to go spend all the money I have for college, all the money I'm going to work to to save, to save, to make goes to college. I'm going to take out student debt. By the time I got to the point where I was about to start this company. I wouldn't have been able to start the company. Yeah. I was only able to start the company because I had all of this capital saved up right. from working in construction and yeah. getting paid very well over my summers yeah. and investing it and just getting dumb, just dumb luck in the market. Right. If I didn't have that, if I, if I had gone out of state for the exact same product, but had saddled myself with student debt, I, I, I wouldn't have had the freedom to start the company. Absolutely not. But because I, I went to Arizona State, I got a fantastic product in my opinion. Yeah. I got, it was like, the single greatest social experiment you could ask for for four years with really no risk whatsoever. Yeah. You can just stick around. You can do whatever you want. Do whatever you the hell you feel want. Feel out who you are as a human being, yeah. what you're good at, explore life. And it's good for that. It's great for it's that. It's so good for that. That's why I like, you should try it. Like, try it out. But, but at yeah, the same time, go. But don't spend a lot of money doing it. Yeah. But at the same time, to. if you are like, you know, if you're a sophomore in high school and you're learning how to weld, or you're like already going to some sort of trade school, eat that up because in 10 years, yes. you're going to be sitting in a very good spot. Eat that up, but yeah. also you you still need to figure out who the hell you are. Right. And I think college is a very effective way of doing that. Absolutely. If you go to like, where did you go? Uh, University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's a big school. You have a lot of people, yeah. small fish, big pond. If you yeah. go to a place like that, you learn who the hell you are pretty quick. Absolutely. Like, Whoa, this is, or in theory you do, if right. you're at least if you're reflecting trying. upon your yeah. life. Yeah. So you go to a trade school, you go into a career at 18 years old. That's fantastic. Right. But, but I also think people are overlooking the whole, you're a child at that point. Absolutely. You have no idea who the hell you are. 
you still need a way to figure out who the hell you are as an individual, regardless right. of how much money you're making, regardless of how good your career prospects are. Right. So and how do you do that? How do you do both? That's the question. I yeah. don't know. Because I, don't know. I, I believe in both, but like, yeah, if you're 18 years old getting paid $36 an hour to go weld, like, oh yeah, that's awesome. But like, super cool. You need to kind of, you know, find out who you are. And yeah. how, are you, how are you going to do that? Are you just going to go buy like, a, you know, a, a, you know, a fifth wheel camper and go ride razors. That's awesome too. Great. That's yes. awesome. But, but it's, it's, it's a, also a shame because these, these young kids, they go get into the trades. Yeah. They go get buried. Like what's happening in the oil fields right now? Like, dude, if you went out to Midland right now, you went out to Odessa, you went out to yeah. Echoes, like, holy shit. I am sure it is a zoo out there. Yeah. And all these kids are just making a killing, yeah. but they're working seven days a week, 12 plus hours a day making just money hand over fist easily but they're not equipped to deal with that money right they don't know who the hell they are they're 20 like their brain hasn't even developed yet same so yeah sure let's go drink let's go to the strip club let's yeah. go buy a razor for seventy thousand dollars with every bell and whistle possible yeah. on it they're just living it up let's get a 120k pickup truck hell yeah <laughs> The nicest Ford dealer I've ever been to is in Midland. Yeah. It's like a country club. Yeah. But that's that's fantastic. But then they're not equipped to deal with life. Right. And when oil goes back down, which I don't know when the hell that's going to be, but it goes up and down like anything else. Yeah. The tap's turned off. They're just hung out to dry. Yeah. So how do you balance that? It's yeah. like, I just don't like how it's, it's, it's always just one or the other. Like you're either for college or, oh, it's all about the trades. Yeah. And then the people that just act like the trades is, oh, it's the best thing in the world. They're like, it can be the best thing in the world. Right. It should be a great thing for a lot of people, but you're also acting like there's no problems with it. Right. There are problems with it. Yeah. There are huge problems with it. So it's up to, it's up to you to figure it out. No, no, it's <laughs> no, not up no. to me. It's up to it's up to me to sit around and look at all the data points and yeah. say, "Hey guys, from my perspective on the outside, here's what I see is going on." Right. And then not only be the guy that just talks about shit, but builds a business that creates real tools mm -hmm. to then go equip you with the information you need and the tools you need to then go make a difference. Right. I can't go make the dirt world a better place. I'm not the dirt world. You're the dirt world, right? but you don't have the knowledge and tools you have because the dirt world's fragmented. You're on your right. own. You're in this little little world of Chattanooga, Tennessee. You can't see all that far outside of it. Right. Well, you can a little bit, but again, to your point, through the podcast, through social media. Absolutely. Yeah. But if we can give you more and more and more of that information, then you have more and more power to go change the industry within your market. Amen. And the more we do that, that's how you make the industry better. Yeah. Full circle, man. At least that's how I see it. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm on board because society looks at blue collar work and it's changing, but like looks at blue collar work. Like, I don't know, man, Why, you're not going to make a good living. You know, you're not going to live a, a healthy life doing that. Yeah. But yeah. like it's changing. I'm, I, I ran my first half marathon over the weekend. Oh no shit. Yeah. Where was that? Chattanooga? Yeah. Was it hilly? Yeah. It was like 500 feet in elevation. Yeah, yeah, not crazy. But. I knew it was a little wiggly. Yeah, I oh, that's great. It was a it was a challenge, but I enjoyed it. Oh, uh, I really uh, did it for my own mental state. You'd never run that far before. No, 
Wow. No, I've always ran, like, I can run a couple miles, but sure. um, I just wanted to test my, and I hadn't ran in like two months, but I was, I signed up and I was like, yeah, let's do it. So you just sent it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, did you have two did hours? Two, two, yeah. two hours? Yeah. That's, that's super solid. Yeah. Super was, solid. I felt good. I mean, I don't feel good now, but. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a good time. No, that's really good. Huh. Anywho, why did I say that? Because I'm a blue collar individual who lives a healthy, uh, I thought, would I believe a healthy lifestyle? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the world, the world society thinks that those don't go hand in hand. That, well, and I'm not blue collar, but I have a little, a lot of blue collar people that follow me, obviously. And yeah. I, I eat, I eat well, I eat vegetables. I love eating good food, man. I'll get people that make fun of me for eating vegetables. Yeah. And I'm like, jokes on you, bro. Yeah. Like, the shit you eat at the gas station and those under that's not good for you. It's going to catch up with you at some a little point. Little cinnamon twist with a with a hot dog yeah. in the middle of it. So early maybe, morning. Maybe try kicks. a fucking carrot at some point. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, you'll feel better. I am telling you, yeah. you'll feel a lot better. Yeah. But it's it's just like, yeah, it's interesting. And and that's what I'm saying. Everybody acts like the blue collar world is perfect within right. the blue collar world. And you're like, it's it's not, man. Yeah. It's not a healthy place. It's yeah. not a financially healthy place. It's not why do you go out to job sites and everybody's smoking? Yeah. Alcoholism is rampant. Divorce is rampant. Yeah. Drug abuse like is rampant. Is it, is it number one in, in, in suicides? Number one. Yeah. Number one. Like that's, that's the only statistic you need to cite to know that something is not right. When you guys were talking about that the other day, or I guess the other month, I was like, that's wild. Well, it's, like, yes. Like, where do you start with that? Like, like. That's wild. Look, it's, and, look at that stat. Like, well, throw it around. Make the world know. It's but but the question: Where do you start with that? Because that's yeah. also that's also daunting. Like, holy, yeah. how do you even work yourself out of that hole? Yeah. That's a deep hole, and that's a hole people don't even is know. It, how to is it address. because like it's an industry that anybody can just go get a job and do it? Like, like no matter where you're at or how low, or if you're restarting your life or what, like you can go get a job. I think there's some of that, but I, I don't think that's it. I yeah. think people are abused. Yeah. I think there's very low flexibility. Yeah. So like going to the doctor, even that yeah. is, is not spoken about in a lot of places. Like right. you can't, you go get your doctor, you go to your doctor in January when everything's frozen. Right. But right now in July, you're not going to the doctor, Bubba. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, they're, they're just, their bodies are abused. They're away yeah. from home, long hours. So you're not part of the family. Right. It's, it's, um, it's not just a physical toll, but it's like a big mental toll that you take. It's a harsh, you know? it's a harsh lifestyle. Even if you're sitting in that 390 right there, it's it's a small one, guys. But if you're sitting in yeah. that thing right there, banging out trucks all day, it's physically demanding. It sure is. It's and it, more me- mental demanding, but you are, no. people, people think, oh, you're just sitting in a seat all day. I'm not saying I've ever done that, but it's it there's a lot that goes into it but and i'm i'm all for hard work i think we need hard work i think our bodies and our minds are built to work hard yeah i'm all for that but when you're working that hard and not sleeping and drinking every day yeah. smoking every day eating total garbage you're destroying your body yeah the work itself is not necessarily destroying your body yeah. you're destroying your body in other Yourself. ways yeah. yeah yeah but why do you do that why do you do all those things that you just listed? Why don't why don't you why don't you eat a healthier dinner? Well, why don't you not drink beer throughout but the this, week? And this is what drives me nuts about safety culture. It's yeah. it's like COVID. It's to save yourself, 
get the vaccine. Right. But let's not talk about eating, like eating healthy right. or how a majority of the people that I've passed away from this are overweight. Right. We're not going to talk about that. We're not no. going to talk about exercise. We're going to shut gyms down. We're not going to talk about healthy food. We're going to close all the small healthy restaurants, but keep every fast food restaurant open. Yeah. We're not going to talk about any of that. It's just, let's go the easy route. Pharmaceutical companies, that's our answer. And it's like in the safety culture, in um, in the construction industry, it's, you know, we're, we're going to be safe by PPE. Right. And, 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 and it's stuff like that. You're like, yeah, that's great. But why don't we talk about how we're eating? Right. Or why don't we talk about let's be healthy? Because my God, like these people's bodies, like that is the business. Yeah. That is what's producing everything that needs to be produced. Yeah. And we're just totally ignoring bought, what's actually good for them. I bought lunch for the guys yesterday. I was, I was out looking at a job while they were working and I came back with lunch. If I had come back with, with salads, they would have been like, dude, what the hell? Yeah. You know? I eat salads all the time on job sites. Yeah. And people are looking at me like, what yeah. the fuck are you I'm doing? not saying like I would eat a big salad for lunch, but like I came back with some hot and ready's and we, you know, we all smashed them. It was great. But like, that's not good for you. You yeah. know? Um, but like, it's, 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 it's challenging to do. Cause like sometimes your job site is in the middle of nowhere and the only stuff that you can get is at the freaking gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and, and yes, and, and, and the yet. company doesn't view that as their responsibility, but it's like, I mean, you look at an athletic team, they're monitoring what those athletes are eating, yeah. they're consuming, Absolutely. their sleep habits, all of their health habits, they're monitored because the success of the team is predicated on their bodies. Right. It's not just their ability to play, it's their longevity, it's their ability to perform over a long period. That's a construction company. Yeah. That's a construction company. It's but we team. pay no attention. We pay no attention to that. Yeah. And I'm- I'm painting. I always paint with a broad brush. Yeah. I'm speaking in very general terms, but industry wide, I have so rarely seen a company actually talk about legitimate health. Yeah, or mental or health, mental health, or yeah. sleep, or any of that. It's not even touched on. Yeah, it's nope. Be careful. Slips, trips, and falls. Nope. Wear your PPE. Right. Nope. Make sure you sign that JHA. You didn't bring your vest today. Yep. Wear that hard hat. Yeah. But. We're not going to talk about the 12 taquitos you just ate for lunch. Or the 12 pack of Red Bulls that's in your igloo. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's not good for you. I mean, I'm guilty. Like, I'm not saying I practice all this stuff, but like, it's hard. It's hard to do. And you can't blame people for doing it. Because yeah. again, yeah, you're working away from home. You don't have the time. You don't have the yeah. resources to go out and make food. And where, like, where the fuck do you even get a salad in right. West Texas? I don't even think there is a bit of green anything in West yeah. Texas. I think it is just straight McDonald's out in West Texas. And I know that because when I was out there, that's what I had that's to eat. But I took the bun off and just ate the ate mm. the sausage. I uh, but 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 that's just not an option. Yeah. But companies, again, that's not our responsibility. That's their responsibility. Right. Find their lunch, find their breakfast, find their dinner. Not a yeah. problem. Not a problem. And then they're working twelve hours and then they have to go drive two hours home. Right. And then like when you get home. And you're not going to go to the store. No. You're going to stop at no. a, a you're gonna convenience go, you're gonna store. You're going to go meal prep. Yeah. Like, you're going to stop at a convenience store. Yes. Get 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 a six pack, a 12 pack, go to bed and do it, it again. It just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't. Because, but then like, why are you choosing to get a 12 pack or a six pack? Is it because your boss, you like yelled at you all day long mm-hmm. and, and you don't know why? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's like, it's like, is that, is that what's fueling that? I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love, I love having a, a good drink. Um, 
like I don't know. Uh, I love the psychology of of like people and, and humans and how we operate together with one another. And so I'm always thinking about that kind of stuff. I probably sure. think about it a little too well, much. Well, but that but that's also a lot of why why I do it. Well, if everybody else is smoking, I yeah. I'm gonna smoke, man. Yeah. I'm stressed out. They all do it. Of course I'm gonna go smoke. Right. Everybody else is. You wanna fit in. Tribal Absolutely. creatures. And what if I'm th- the new guy, I'm gonna be doing whatever the hell's the other guy whatever the other guys are doing. Absolutely. So because I'm 18, I don't know who the fuck I am. Right. I'm so whatever these guys are doing, great. Seems seems right. Yeah. yeah. And no one's telling me otherwise. Yeah. And yes, I know smoking's bad for me, but I'm stressed out, man. Yeah. Everybody else is doing it. So what? Like everybody knows smoking's bad. Everybody knows drinking every night's bad, but yet people do it anyway. Why yeah. is that? There's a there's there's a reason there. There's something there. Yeah. And yes, it's easy for me to say because I'm not in the industry because I'm, you know, upper class white. Like I get all that. I understand the privilege of my position. Yeah. But at the same time, it drives me nuts that no one is talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either, man. I don't know. It's challenging. Tell me about it. Yeah. How much time do we got? I got like 10 more things we got to talk about. Oh, yeah. What? No, I'm, go for it. I'm just kidding. You can not, talk about what the hell you want to talk about. I guess like I wanted to hit on like the college stuff. Like I encourage people to go to college, but let me go to the bathroom yeah. real quick. All right, go to the bathroom. Yeah. College. Okay. You I'm, want me to keep talking to you while you go to the bathroom? If you if you want, yeah, you can talk okay. to Harrison. Yeah, this is what I <laughs> when I do 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 the business. This is the shirt I wear. Okay. Exact same. Yeah, exact. I've I've been wearing the same pair of pants for two weeks now. Big minimalistic guy. It's. It just makes it easy. Yeah. I wear the same shoes. Yeah. I wear the same pairs of socks, same pants, same shirts. You just don't, you don't have to sit there and look at your clothes like, oh, what do I wear today? Yeah. There's it's, no it's, decision it, to It's make. like almost, it can become exhausting. You're like, oh, what should I wear today? Yes. Yeah. Well, I've, I learned in the book Atomic Habits, it's not that disciplined people are necessarily more disciplined or are better at decision making. They oftentimes remove the decision making process mm-hmm. from the equation. Yeah. So if you basically just for like a small example is I'm going to go work out tomorrow morning and in the evening you set your workout clothes out for you. Right. So when you wake up, they're right there. You're not having to make a decision. The decision's already made. Right. I'm going to work out. My clothes are right there. You put them on, you send it. Yeah. You don't have to think in the morning. You don't want to think in the morning when your mind's like, I don't want to work out right now. You're like, no, no, no. The decision's been made. Get your ass out there. So if you eliminate that process, you're going to be much more successful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, we talked about it too. It's like, well, I, I, uh, I want to eat less shit. Right. Well, if there's not shit in your, in your cabinets or in your refrigerator, you you go in your refrigerator. Yeah. There's only lettuce. You're, that's all, that's all you got, man. Right. Like there's no decision to make. You don't have to choose between the lettuce and the cookies. The cookies don't exist. Yes. Yeah. So now you're not wearing... Because you don't want to wear your humans are lazy. Yeah. Because we don't want to consume mental energy. That because that's a waste of energy. We're always trying to consume energy. Right. Because that's how we're programmed. Because right. energy used to be very hard to acquire. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's you can go get as much energy as you want from McDonald's right. on you know on the dollar menu. But uh, yeah, you you just want to limit the decision making because you get worn out over time. Absolutely. And, and that's like. That's what I do all day long is make decisions of all, of all kinds. Just like every 
just like a business owner, everybody does on a daily everybody. basis is making decisions. Millions of decisions. Um, all you do. And, and it like people don't realize how like exhausting it is on them. Um, but so, yeah, I, I, I like what you said. You got to eliminate the, the options that don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I wear the same pair of pants every day. I don't blame you, man. It's mostly just I'm, I'm yeah. lazy. I have two pairs of pairs, that, two pairs of pairs, pants, pairs, uh, that I wear on the weekends. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I have my, it's a, you know, a Saturday my, pair and a Sunday pair. I have my during the week pair of pants and then maybe, maybe some special pants for the weekend. Like, right. oh, I have to, fuck, I have to go out somewhere nice. I have to wear my nice jeans. Yeah. We're going to cook out. Y- yeah. We're going to cook out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whatever. <laughs> Whenever I really spoil myself and go to cookout. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So college, you're going to talk about college. No, Chase, I, I was Chase close the door. A dog could come in here, what? man. No, I was just, I was just about, it was just a bathroom break. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, college, no, I'm, I'm good on that topic. Um, Great. Yeah. We, we killed that topic, by the way. Um, I, yeah, I've, I've thought a lot about it. Yeah. Oh, I, I have two. Like, I, I just because, like, I never thought I'd be in the position that I am now when I was 20 years old. I didn't know where the hell it was going to lead to. So, like, that's why I'm like, I, I have a very, like, open outlook on life. I'm like, so the past four years, whoa, okay, holy shit, here I am. What's the next four years going to be like? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. But what I do know is that, like, we're just going to keep going day by day and see what we can accomplish, see what we can learn. And, and, We've been doing that the past year. Like I've, we've just like taken on any type of work that we could get. Um, and some work we had no business doing it, but we pulled it off and the client loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, like we built a two acre pond the other day or the other, whatever, two months ago. Sweet. I had no idea how to build a pond. I don't know how to build a dam. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, but the client didn't know that. Sure. You know, we, we started building, you, you know, you dig the core, the core trench of a dam and, mm-hmm. um, and then pack good clay in there with some bentonite and, mm-hmm. and then just bring that thing out of the ground. You just make a big old bowl. Yeah, dude. Um, and client was like, have you done this before? And I was like, no, man, this is our first time. <laughs> He's like, wow. Well, you had me fooled. <laughs> I'm like, well, work speaks for itself. Yeah, that's how you make a dam though. Yeah. Yeah. You want a, you want a, a nice, yeah. uh, impermeable core. Right. Of whatever material you got. Mm-hmm. There you go. All you need to know. So what could go wrong? To, yeah. Just run with it. I do. Uh, we'll have to come down at some point. Yeah. We're not a big operation at all. We just, um, we have a 305 and a 259. And, um, well, maybe they're, I'll, they're I'll both, come bearing my own 259. You come hang out. Yeah. Bring bring the cow down and let's hang out. Yeah. Um, are you getting an excavator? At some point. Yeah. Uh, there's and other so, places for money right now, I, unfortunately. I mean, well, fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, where the business is at. Yeah, cash is not in ample supply, but it's by design. We right. decided this year to start a software company as well, right? Which uh, I didn't know this, but it consumes a shitload of capital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to go build any kind of meaningful software. Yeah. But once you build it, then you can go multiply it, and that's where the value comes into play. Yeah. But um, yeah, at some point, I really want. It. I want a three hundred four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just we just traded in our three hundred five at twenty seventeen for a brand new one. Um, that thing's mean. The the new they yeah. did a nice job. Dude, with the they mini- really and, brought it together. They added like there's like a lot of features. 
Yeah, yeah. But, dude, but there's like 23 models too. It's like oh yeah, yeah, three hundred point seven, three hundred one, three hundred three hundred one point five, three hundred two, point five nine two nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like how many machines? What does this machine do that one doesn't? Yeah, doesn't a three hundred two point five do the same thing as a three hundred three? <laughs> Why do right. we have both of them? But yeah. they're smarter than I am. They know what they're doing. You can get any kind of mini machine you want nowadays. Yeah, and they they all have stick steer, don't they? Um, I believe they all do. Yeah, the next gens. Yes. Or the twenty twos, yeah. You got stick steer on there, you got the little blade. Dude, you have an excavator and a dozer. Yeah. All in I went I went and met our sales rep the other day and I didn't know that's the machine that that was on the lot. And uh just because I don't know, didn't know what was going on. Mm. I never do. But I was like, dude, this thing is awesome. Yeah. Let's get it. And I tried, you know, I tried out the stick steer with the with the four way blade and I was like, This is sick. Um so big fan, and we're we're doing the same thing with our two fifty nine because they're they're four year old machines. You know, their trading value is still freaking great. It's so, so good right now. Yeah, so I was like, good. I just went on a limb. I was like, hey, what what's the trading value on these things? And I was like, oh shit, yeah, let's trade them in. What's what's trading value in two fifty nine right now? Uh, it. What did we pay for it? We paid like uh seventy five for it. I think brand new. Oh, I think that right. Uh, that sounds a little high. A little high. No, it was, that was probably the excavator. Well, I didn't it's buy that. My old, my old partner bought that. Okay. Um, but the trade-in came in at like 25. Wow. Yeah. How many hours on it? 2,500. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hmm. In that ballpark. Hmm. But anyways, I was blown away. Because we take care of our stuff. Like, they're, they're both open cab, and I wanted cab machines. Oh. Yeah. That's why I just got the same size. And like... I, that's what I was getting at a moment ago. It's just like, we've tried all kinds of stuff this past year. Like we rented a lot of equipment to get the jobs that we did yeah. done. We did like some commercial grading for a big chemical plant and, um, you know, pulled it off. It looks great. It's holding up. Did all kinds of stuff. Lowered like pressurized sewer and um, just all kinds of stuff. That wow. Well, the, and, and that's the thing. You can, you can rent most of the equipment you need yeah. for smaller work. Like right. when you get into specialized stuff or bigger stuff, I get it. Availability is not always the best, but with where with where rental fleets are right now, yeah. and you have these big rental outfits, you have Caterpillar, you have yeah. so many options from a rental standpoint. You can get whatever you need. Yeah, yeah. a lot of times it doesn't make sense to go buy go yeah. buy something you can't put enough hours on. Absolutely. Um, but we so uh, we learned a lot in the jobs that we took on this past summer, this past year. And so, you know, moving forward, we're just going to, I want to focus on like doing the jobs that we can with the tools that we have for the most part. And if we need to run something here and there, that's cool too. Sure. But um, I'm excited for a, for the winter to see how it goes, but also just like the, the future of, of the company as, as we grow and um, as I slowly get a better handle on things, um, every day is an adventure and you never know what you're going to get into. And so that's why it, that's why it's like some of the most gratifying work because yeah. it's it's just like you're not sitting in a cubicle all day long. Staring out the window like, well, you don't have a window in your cubicle, That's bro. a great point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Windows are only yeah. for the boss, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. if uh, I guess I like to preach to people like find something that you're passionate about and go chase it. Like where you don't have a life short, like just go find something that you care about. And dive into it. Or that you're good at. Or that, yeah. Like that a lot of people, at. I feel like the passion thing gets people a little confused because they're like, I just, I just don't know what I'm passionate about. But it's like, oh, hold on. What are you, what are you really good at? Yeah. What are you really good at? Yeah. Start there. Start I, there. Start, just go on that path. 
at 20 years old, I had no idea what I was good at. Yeah. 24, well, I still don't know what I'm good at. Yeah, yeah, but 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 you you got into construction. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm kind of good at this. Right, 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 right. It came, it comes easy to you. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's not that you have the skill set or something like that, but yeah. you you get into something, you're like, oh, oh, okay. This feels good. This feels right. Yeah. I'm gonna chase this a little bit more because I'm it's a, it excites me. I'm good at right. it. So I'm just gonna start going down this path. Um Okay. Well yeah. uh you are on the social media. Yes. Yeah. Uh we don't have a big presence. I'm slowly working on that, but uh Armadillo Excavation is this our Instagram. Right. Um I'm N Emerson thirty four. That was my high school basketball number. Check. Um but yeah, check out our website. Check us out. Cool. Um, if you're ever in Chattanooga, stop by, come hang out, and we'll uh, we'll kick it. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for, for having me, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming up here. Pleasure.